We're back taking care of business, and I am joined this week by an older, more Irish version of Lewis Allsop. <laughs> it's, it's not Lewis. I'm joined by Fintan Flannelly, who is our Head of Developer Sales at Allsop and Allsop. How you doing? After that introduction, I don't know, really. You're kind of <laughs> a bit shaken, not stirred. Uh, no, doing very well. Great start to the year, and team are settling in and growing by the week. Good, very good. So this week in taking care of business, I've asked Finton to join us because I said at the start of this uh, start of this year in one of our podcasts that 2022 would be year of the developer. Um, and what we're talking about today in this week's podcast is, I guess, some reviews of some of the developments currently for sale in Dubai, what our thoughts are on them, and what you should buy, where you should buy, and how you can make money generally into 2022 in Dubai. So a couple of projects we're going to talk about. I think we wanted to talk a little bit about high end, middle of the road, and obviously point of entry to marketplace. Finton's yeah. um, obviously extremely um, experienced in uh, Dubai in terms of the off, off plan market specifically. Our team is growing dramatically month on month and, yeah. and are all incredibly busy. The appetite for Dubai and particularly new stuff is Really phenomenal. And it's across Dubai. It's not just one pocket. It's not just one area or one segment. Um, you know, from your apartments in JVC to your townhouses to your villas to your luxury, it's across the board. And what we're finding is we're getting a really good mix of clients. So it's not just visitors coming into Dubai. It's people that are actually living here. People that are having a, a good experience in investing in the last couple of years. They've seen the capital appreciation. And now some of the people are saying, I'm going to sell that unit, cash out and reinvest again. Tell us a little bit about some of the people buying properties in Dubai off plan at the moment, because we hear, we hear this old adage of there's too much, there's too many properties in the market, there's an oversupply. Lewis, uh, last week, the C- our CEO said that there's not an oversupply. And in fact, there's probably a undersupply in ready communities yeah. where there are properties that are vacant and ready to move into. So. Who, who's actually buying all these properties at the moment off plan from your... There's a real mix. There's your in- investors and end users, your investors that are, are resident here, your investors that are, you know, from overseas. You know, um, a lot of you, there's a lot of money coming back in from Europe and UK again. And it's not surprising. My nephew, uh, in the last couple of weeks, um, Jack bought his first apartment in Sandersted. It was a 50 square meter apartment, one bed. And he's paid three hundred and fifty thousand pounds. Wow! Now, when he told me, I was like, "That's eye-watering." Because yeah. when I equate that here on Business Bay in the Peninsula, you could buy a two-bed yeah. and have change in your pocket. Yeah. So people see Dubai as globally city comparison, um, really good value for money. They look at Dubai and see how Dubai has handled the last well, nearly two years. March twenty twenty. Yeah. You know, it's nearly two years since COVID came into our lives. And um, I know we've had these conversations before, but we've been blessed to live here mm-hmm. and have that leadership that we've had a sense of normality. Um, what we're finding is that overseas visitors that come into Dubai at this time of the year or for Expo 2020 are looking going, was there a bubble here? Did COVID not affect life here? Um, but we're seeing a, a real mix. And that, I think, is a good thing. We're not, it's not investor dependent anymore. We're seeing end users that want to actually stay here, see themselves living here, five plus years. Yeah. A lot of people come to Dubai initially say, we'll give it a go for a couple of years. And you know, maybe when you came here initially, 
your plan was to come here a couple of years. How many years ago is that now? 14. 14 years ago. Yeah. Okay. I always thought a year, 18 months, two years. My wife every day <clears throat> was pressuring me to go home after a couple of months. But I mean, with this place, the change I've seen the last two years has been phenomenal. Probably more I've seen in any of a couple, couple of year period. And it gives me, like, not just as a business owner, but as a resident, it gives me even more uh, more hopefulness, more positiveness for the for the years ahead of actually living here, you know, whether it's regulation, law changes, or ease of doing business. Yeah. Of, oh my God, when, you know, doing business 14 years ago versus today are, they're worlds apart. There's, there's a real appetite here to, Expo 2020 is here now, but people aren't talking about Expo 2020 now, the springboard, that was just to push it in towards 2040. So we talk about, you know, you asked the question, you know, is there uh, an oversupply? Well, the vision for Dubai, and you know, you look at the vision of 20 years ago, people said it won't happen. It surpassed what they thought would happen. So the vision for 2040 and where it wants to get to, it wants a population of between five and a half to six million. It's a very, uh, the plan is very clear. And I don't doubt it for one minute that's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. You either, you're on the train or you're off it, but Dubai is moving. Yeah. Um, and if that's going to happen, it's going to need these communities. There's no point having wanting population growth and then not having accommodation. Um, what's happening in other places in the world where you know construction was stifled? Okay, I'm from Ireland, obviously. In Ireland, construction was stifled during the whole lockdown periods, and you're seeing there now people can't get on the ladder. You know, Ireland had an opportunity with Brexit to attract more businesses to come from the UK to Ireland. If you don't have housing cost of living goes through the roof. So Dubai's really been thinking ahead in terms of being ahead of the curve with regards to yeah. all, all of the supply coming to the marketplace. In terms of you know people buying, is it fair to say the vast majority of people we've been dealing with in terms of off-planned elements has been money outside of country? You know, people whether, whether they're here visiting, not necessarily residents, but you know, people looking at either an investment or a second home to stay, or has it been evenly split? I'd say it's been evenly split. Um, the first thing is, and, and you guys have talked about it before, is in the last year we saw the swing from January last year being 71% of the transactions being on a title deed. By the end of December. The ready properties. Ready properties. Yeah. December, that's gone down to 54%. And that's going to be parity. I, I won't be surprised when the January figures come out if that's on parity already. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Um, what we're, we are seeing is this time of the year we do have an awful lot of tourists come into Dubai and they see that this is a good place to invest. They see the infrastructure and they hear the, the changes in the investor visa from 1 million down to 750,000 now. Um, and it gives them a lot of confidence of putting their money here in Dubai. Again, in a currency that's pegged to the dollar. They feel like there as well. So we are here to talk about the, our reviews and views on yeah. particular developments. But before we talk about this huge spike in demanding off-plan developments or developer properties. What's the potential flip side to developers seeing this mass influx in terms of people buying up their properties? I mean, there's a couple of developments we could talk of in a moment, select properties at the peninsula where they're pretty much, from what we've been told, sold out the vast majority of yeah. what they have inventory-wise. Two, three years ago, I think there was a lot of flexibility with payment plans. So yeah. you buy a property in Dubai uh, off plan, typically you have staged payments over two, three, four, five years 
to make on a property. So there's been tremendous amounts of flexibility. Have we seen that change a little bit because of the huge demand? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you look back a couple of years ago when the secondary, before the secondary prices bounced back, and you always have this kind of pendulum. But the, and when the prices come down, the secondary developers won't reduce their prices, but they can be creative. They can give uh, DLD, which is the equivalent of stamp duty waivers. They can give service fee waivers. They can give post handover payment plans, and they were all very popular. And that's what the developers were able to offer. But as the demand for off-plan projects has grown, we're not seeing the post-handover payment plans. We're not seeing the DLD waivers. Whether we may have had a 30% year in construction, 70% on handover by some of the bigger developers, now it's a 50-50. So if you read these signals here, that'll tell you exactly what is happening. The demand is such for the product in here in demand in, in Dubai that they don't need to give all these special offers. And it's surprising it's not stifled interest in terms of demand you know rich, making changes to payment plans or removing any the vast majority of incentives it's, it's interesting that's not really deterred demand well i think as well as that in overseas a post handover payment plan is pretty much unheard of yeah so people that are coming into the market today that don't know about the post handover payment plan that was there two years ago and that is not available today that's that's no new big news to them mm -hmm. because they're expecting you know you pay the full amount on completion yeah um you know stamp duty in other places in the world you pay your stamp duty You're, you know that there's no unless if they've brought in a special legislation to uh, generate interest in the market but that's only a temporary measure like they did in the uk during the COVID. yeah sure um but no listen it's, it's really uh, it's really positive i think what the developers need to be careful of is that they you know they don't pull all of these things away too quickly okay you know if there's some developers now and they're saying it's 70 percent during construction 30 percent on handover you know that is like would that tip the balance of giving people a little bit of reason to pause if it's a project that's if it's three years away first investor or first purchase in dubai quite possibly but, um well as I said, there is a lot of other developers in the market now, smaller ones, that aren't tinkering with that. That's their opportunity to, yeah. to get rid of inventory. So what we're talking comes to talk about today is how we can help you make money in 2022. Um, obviously, we've both Vincent and I have been in the property market for a hell of a long time. A few years. Good few years. I think probably near, nearing me 21. How long have you been doing? Over 20. So 40 um, years between us. Started when I was 16. Yeah, yeah, 17 me. Okay. So a long, long time. Um, we want to help you try and make some money this year. So we've got some, I guess, reviews, recommendations of properties or projects where we see it as a good investment, not just for the short term, but more, I look at Dubai, the longer term view, whether it's capital appreciation or for return on investment month to month. So. We're going to touch on a couple of developments, kind of higher end, middle middle of the road, and then entry point to market, and just give you our views on why you should be entering into these properties. So, should we start off at the, the low end points yep. of entry to market in terms of what we think today is a great development to start off in if you're a first time investor, maybe a first time buyer even, or someone that's just looking to increase inventory at that end of the marketplace. Two, two projects that have been selling well. Um, one was uh, Prime Residence 3 in Alfred Jan, uh, developer there, Prescott. 
They've been in the market for a long time. Uh, first time I came across them was uh, Prime Villas, just at the back of Sports City when I arrived here in 2015. Uh, they did Prime Views in Maidan, handed that over. Really good product. As I said, it's in Alfredjan. They're giving a post handover payment plan. Again, it's giving people a nice lead in time to manage their cash flow. And then they can use the rental income um, to pay future uh, installments to the developer. Let's talk about the details on that then. So prime residences, you say? Yeah. Okay. So what can you get? A one or a two bed? Is it apartments, I guess, or is it villas? Yeah, apartments, studios, and one beds. Okay. Okay. Um, you're looking at a, a one bed, right, 750. 1,000 dirhams. Yeah, 1,000 dirhams. So what's yeah. that, about 150,000 pounds, give or take, in yeah. euros? How much in euros? 4.2, 4. that's the current ratio. Okay. Um, studios there, about 420, 4. 430 initially. Yeah. Um, but they've got limited stock in there. Um, so someone to buy one bed today, 750. Yeah. When's it ready? It will be ready uh, in 20, back into 2024. 2024, so you've got nearly two and a bit years. Yeah. So if I wanted to go and reserve one of these properties today, how do I do it? Obviously, via yourself also can also, but yep. what are the steps? How much do I need to pay? Okay. When do I need to pay it? If somebody is overseas, the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to go down there and, and give you a detailed video of the property, property itself. Walk through with the floor plan, we'll give you details of the, the payment plan. If you're overseas and a non-resident, it's very simple to buy a property here in Dubai. Okay, We're even seeing some of the developers now issuing SPAs digitally for the yep. first time. Um, all you need to do is give your detail, your passport copy, your um, no. SPA by the way, sales so, and purchase agreements. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you. I just jumped ahead there, didn't yes. I? Got, it, got into the flow. Um, copy of passport, uh, utility bill, proof of address, uh, contact details. We get that across to the developer. You will get an offer letter from the developer, and on that offer letter, we'll have the details of the unit, the price, the size, uh, the payment structure. Um, once that reservation form is signed, they will issue the sales and purchase agreement. Uh, and then it's just a case of making those payments, whether it's a time-linked or a construction-linked um, on the due dates. So this one bed, I'm buying, to, I'm buying it today. It's one bed, I'm ready to buy it, here's my check. When, how many payments do I need to make? When do I need to make them? Okay, first one will be 10% installment. Okay, so I'm paying 75,000 dirhams, 15,000 pounds. Plus 4% DLD. Okay, so what's that, another? In, in, in 28, 30,000. 30,000 dirhams, I'm paying that today. Okay. Then what happens? You're going to get your sales and purchase agreement issued to you. Okay, so that confirms that I've reserved it. Yeah. This is mine, subject to making the rest of the payments. Next stage then is that sales and purchase agreement is registered with Dubai Land Department. Okay. And you will receive electronically your OKU document. Okay. So your OKU document is your pre-title registration. Yeah. Confirming you have owned this property. So it's title deed before it's actually Completion. been fully paid or completed. So when the building is completed, you'll get a a building completion certificate, and once that has been issued, the title deed will follow. Yeah. Now, if there is a post handover payment plan, on that title deed, there will be an interest of the buyer yeah. and the developer, yeah. because the developer has not received all, all the money. But that title deed then allows you to go and rent the property or open your DWA, which is your Dubai Electricity and Water uh, account, um, so you can actually move into the property. So they get a delayed title deed in that instance. Exactly. Okay, so I pay them 75,000, I yep. pay them 30,000. How frequently do I need to make payments on this particular development? Okay. So I'm thinking about cash flow now. How is okay. it gonna work for me? 30 days time. Okay. Two months after that. Yeah. And a further on that one is another uh, six months milestone. Okay. Okay. Pay your 40%. Yeah. 
on handover, you're going to get your keys, yeah. and you've got your balance then on handover to pay 20% and 40% over two years thereafter. So pay 40% within the, really the first six to eight months from reservation, and then in two and a half years time when I get yeah. the keys, I've got to pay the balance of 60%, which is what, best part of 300, 400,000 dirhams, give yeah. or take. Exactly. Okay. Well, why is that a good investment for someone who doesn't know Dubai? Is it a good renter? What's the location like? Yeah, location is very close to uh, Jebel Ali, good access onto Sheikhside Road, back to JLT. Ibn Battuta Mall is within the area. Um, Al-Farjan is a, an up-and-coming area. So, so, so far we've seen Dubai grow in along the Al-Khail and the Sheikh Zayed corridor. Now Dubai is going past out to the, the Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Road and out to Emirates Road. But it's also going towards uh, Abu Dhabi okay. and Jebel Ali area. So there's a lot more activity coming into that area. There's a lot of people that will commute from Dubai to Abu Dhabi every day as well, but want to actually live in Dubai. Um, in there, it's also an area, I think, if the, the units are fully furnished, that you'll get a higher return on your uh, monthly rental. Now, not a holiday let, because that area is not a holiday let, but there's a lot of people that come to Dubai to move here to Dubai that are here for two or three months. Yeah. They don't want to go and do a full full rental, for example. They don't want to have to their cash flow, open up dealer accounts, put down deposits. So they'll take something on a monthly um, basis, fully furnished with all bills included. Yeah. So that's one target audience from there. That will also be uh, appeal to your, your traditional renter who wants an unfurnished unit. What would you get for that approximately? Obviously we don't know yet because it's not handed over, but what do we think would be we could rent a one bed therefore. I would say fifty-five is on this building, is it? Really? Yeah. Wow, actually so buy it seven seven fifty, yeah. renting at fifty-five. We're talking what's that? Eight and a half percent? Yeah. Give or take eight percent. And you've got the rental income. So for the first couple of years of the post handover, yeah. you're gonna make a an additional ROI because we haven't paid for the the full price for the unit. Yeah. Um and that's what people loved about the, the post handover payment plan. Okay. We were getting possession of the property, didn't pay the full price and we could use the rental income. So, so I'm taking one of them. Okay, just one. one just one. Just one. one Would you like to go for a studio and one bed package? Let's do one each, one of each. Very good, there. <laughs> what am I buying you, You've heard it there so now. So prime residence we talked about, yep. that's a real good one. <clears throat> Think that into the market when you're buying, excuse me, you'll buy at 750,000 dirhams, good entry point, in terms of resale as well, there's always gonna be a market that, uh, market for, for enter the market. So yep. what else does Finton recommend? Um. Okay. Along Al-Khail Corridor, I'm going to start with two different communities. Uh, I'm going to just go through them very quickly. Yep. Okay. Uh, in JVC, Oxford 212, uh, studios, one beds, two beds. A good sign of a, a project is when the two beds sell first, okay, because it's really good quality, good end user appeal. In there, there was uh, smaller one beds were selling at 650, from 650, okay, really good quality. Developer's fifth project. Watch this developer. He's got two more projects this year. He's got one coming up in JVC and one coming up in Dubai Hills. So I've seen the development, the brochures. It is for for the price point, very very good. And location JVC wise, excellent. So really good access. I think some, yeah, you, you should look at speak to Vincent about next JVT. We have again two developers that you won't have heard of. I'm trying to pick out people that we aren't in the mainstream. Yeah. Um, if I said, have you ever heard of Zazen or Tariff? Two people would probably say no. Where, what's that? Um, again, for the developer tariff properties, this is their second project. The first one was in JVC. In here, they have got a fantastic um, building. It is a 
adjacent to Sunmark School, beside uh, the new mall coming up. Yeah. Um, in there, we're looking at uh, one beds, uh, the smaller one beds, um, but I've got a client looking at the moment at one about 970, which is about a thousand and, no, that one is 980 per square foot, okay? Um, there's only four studios in the building. So I- About 200 pounds per square foot. I'll take my read from the clients. Whatever I think or whatever I like, it matters, it matters very little if the client doesn't like it. This is a client is a repeat client. She bought in Ellington with me previously. She went in there and when we go around the building, and we, the first impression is this really big kitchen slab counter. Really, really impressive. The living areas are more than four meters wide. So lovely spacious apartments. Um, you have Villeroyenbach uh, sanitaryware grown for the plumbing. So all those brands that have got quality attached to them. She's gone in there and she's identified this because she liked the Ellington product. So that's one that's be ready at towards the end of this year, I believe. It's a 50-50 payment plan. Uh, 50% up till end of the year and then 50% paid? On, on handover. Okay. Again, it's an end user product. So I expect that a lot of people buying in here may be getting a mortgage. Be cash or mortgage buyers. Um, what would that cost you? So you buy it one bit at nine seventy, paying fifty percent down four fifty. What would your mortgage be typically on that at the end of the, at, at, when you hand over? Four hundred fifty thousand dims. What about two and a half thousand, three thousand dims a month roughly? Yeah, about three. You're, yeah, again over a longer term mortgage. Yeah, about three thousand. Again, what would that rent for? I'm guessing sixty five. Okay. The the one beds in their project in JVC are renting from sixty five. JVT is a step up. Yeah. It's more of a villa townhouse community. Okay. Um, what about middle middle of the road? Okay. So if we go, um, a launch that was there last week was La Violetta in Villanova. Okay. So townhouses. Yeah. Uh, three bed townhouses starting from one point four five five million. Okay. Um, so, have you been out the Alain Road recently? Yes. Okay. Unbelievable. One thing that when I came here, first of all, was the infrastructure of Dubai is incredible. And the Alain Road now has been extended to six lanes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took five minutes coming in from Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Road to the Al Khail Road, Ras Al Road, when I went home recently. And that opens up that corridor. So the people that are, are working in Deeraside, Business Bay, downtown, DIFC, all of this area, or, that want to migrate from an apartment to a townhouse. A 1.455. Sign me up. No brainer. Okay, that's three now today we've done so far. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm keeping tabs of this. But 1.4 okay? million in any part of Dubai, to be honest with you, is for a three bedroom townhouse is, I think, incredible value. Well, again, you look for, am I making an investment today? If this is my home, is it still a good investment? Um, and the answer is yes. Find me a ready three bedroom, modern contemporary home in a gated community with facilities for all the family for 1.45 today. Right now, I don't think you can, right now. It isn't there. So even though there's gonna be a three year lead in time for construction to completion, the payment plan is 50-50. So all we're looking for is 50% during that construction Over period. Over three years. Yeah, very manageable for most people. Yeah. You know, I've even seen where people have got creative. They might not have all the cash, but what they'll do is they'll get maybe get a personal loan that they can manage up to the point of time of handover. Yeah. Just to manage the cash flow. That, that, that is the most difficult part for maybe an end user, managing that three years. But because you don't have it in your pocket, there is other ways, there's more ways to of scale course. the cash, okay? Um, 
So what else do we have? So Vill- Vill- properties in Villanova, townhouse is very good. It'll be um, good renters also as well as a good home. Again, back to Alferjan, we look at Nikhil launched uh, Talal Alferjan. We had four and five bed villas. Uh, you're looking at three and a half million for the four beds, plus 4,000 square feet. And we're looking at, sorry, the built up area, 4,000 and a plot, just 5,200 square feet. So good size. Good sizes. Again, there's schools in that area. Again, close to Jebel Ali, they're a nice contemporary, they're actually a good layout of a, a home as well. We're nice, nice features. Um, to take it up back to one of my favorite projects in uh, Dubai, and before I even say it, Carl, you can read my mind. <laughs> what would I be thinking? Talal Al Gaf. Well, there, there you are. So again, every time they they launch, they do something different. It's very well thought out, really well designed, and they're now coming out. They launched Alaya, uh, four, five, and six bed villas at the back end of last year. They now have a very uh, exclusive enclave of 14 villas that are directly on the lagoon, okay? Um, You're looking at about 14,500 square feet of a built-up basement, ground, first floor, and then we'll have a a roof access as well. Um, But they are just mind-blowing out of this world. They're gorgeous homes. So you're on the water, on the beach, got a basement. And even the basement. The basement has this amazing feature where part of the pool can be seen from the basement. Wow. So downstairs in the basement, you will have additional drivers, maids, rooms, uh, car parking, entertainment area, whether you want to do it as a gym. Who would be buying them? Because that's you know, 25 million, which by the way, for anyone listening to this, I actually think that ends the market. Real high-end luxury property, whether it's apartment or house villas, there is not a lot of no. real good quality ones. There really isn't. So this goes back to your question about supply and, and demand. Yeah. Who's building that in the market today? So when we saw uh, Golf Place being launched in Dubai Hills, they were sold out like that. The capital appreciation on them has gone through the roof. If you look at the previous launches in uh, Tulal Gaff, whether it's Elan, Harmony, Aura, Aura Gardens, they've all experienced capital appreciation. But once you come into this league, where in Dubai are you getting anything else? There is nobody else launching it. And if we see the prices that are being posted in Jumeirah Golf Estates, okay, on the Palm, you know, even Alberari, communities like this, the secondary market, people are just like going, this is cutting edge, this is something new, fresh. The design of here, I can't find in the market. So again, the important thing here is, are the developers putting something into the market that doesn't exist? That will make people wait the three years. And this instance, this is not something that's replicated yet. And I feel with this particular product, I feel like you will for sure see capital appreciation on this between now and when it's built in three years' time. I have no doubt about it. As I said, looking at the prices of even adjacent to it, some of the prices that are being achieved, I know it's for a a B1. It's a complete, it's it's a very different product. But if you see... Um, how Alaya, when on completion, will appreciate. As I said, there's limited number, and in Dubai at the moment, that's where we're seeing in the primaries and the super primaries that there's a limited supply, but the demand is just pushing the price. Again, who are the buyers here? People that actually see Dubai as really good value for, for money. So equate that 25 million back into sterling, you're looking at 5 million pounds. Yeah. And I've had a number of clients that have contacted me from 
from Europe. And when they're thinking a client in Switzerland, um, a client in Germany, and when they look at this product, now they're curious and going, how can you deliver that for five million pounds, yeah. you know, or six million, just over six million uh, euro. One last question for you. Yeah. Before we wrap up today. Finton Funley's seal of approval. Any one pro- property or project today, you could just put your hat on and say, this is where the listeners today need to put their money to make some money in the next 12 months, three years or five years time. Where would it be? Let's make it easy for you. Let's start with a community. Okay. Business Bay. Okay. Why? Um, downtown has a very limited number of plots left. The St. Regis is, is, a, is a launched last week in downtown. In so the downtown in Dubai is the hub. You've got biggest shopping mall in the world, biggest tower in the world. Incredible place. So in the Opera District, you're going to have the St. Regis coming up again. It's a world-renowned brand. We're talking about history and heritage. The people know with the St. Regis what you're going to get. And the price point of that is on the upper end of one bed is starting at 2.15 million. And um, it will still sell because it's downtown, because it's Emar, because it's St. Regis, and everything that Dubai, as you mentioned, around the Burj Khalifa attracts. Um, step with me five minutes away from there, and we're in Business Bay, and we're on the Burj uh, Khalifa district side of the water. And literally, I could throw, throw a stone from here, and it might land on the peninsula. And it's a waterfronted gate, it won't maybe not be a gated community, but what's unique about this in Business Bay is that select group who have a pedigree second to none and have just launched Six Senses on the Palm. Again, exquisite, sensational project. Um, they have now uh, sold out the first two towers. They launched their signature, Peninsula 5 signature, waterfront duplexes and a tower that would be equivalent of their Jumeirah living in Marina Gate, which again is um, exceptional. Um, They've got a number of other buildings to come up in that area. They'll have the mall, they'll have all of the outdoor facilities. They're renowned for their gym, their own gym nation. So, Do you know why Business Bay, I'm excited about it, is because the Dorchester. Yep. There is no way in God's green earth the Dorchester would pitch up in Business Bay if they didn't see what Business Bay will look like in the future. And historically, if, I, if you told me Business Bay a few years ago, may have turned my nose up a little bit, but seeing what the grand plan is with Select Property Group, um, with the Dorchester, with lots of different uh, buildings coming up down there, that makes me think this is going to be a place to be. We're also seeing other brands coming into the area. Pagani. Yeah. And Pagani has put their name to Da Vinci Tower. Uh, Mizzoni has come into Urban Oasis. And when you're seeing these branded residents coming into an area, I'm just saying watch Business Bay. That for me would be the, the hotspot uh, where you're going to see capital appreciation. But within Business Bay, to have that peninsula community, it's next world. You've heard it here first. If you've got any money <laughs> underneath the bed anywhere, <laughs> come to Finton finally and he will help you buy a property in Business Bay and Peninsula amongst many, many of the properties we've got. Now, right, right now is a time where you cannot miss. Dubai right now, there's something happening. There's something in, in the water. Dubai is alive. And I honestly feel that this is not the aftermath of, what's of, of COVID. I honestly believe that there is a genuine belief in Dubai and its future. I think the leadership in, in the country are getting things right with making things more easy to, to con- conduct business, to make it 
people feel more at ease at living here and their objectives and goals of 2040, which is quite frankly amazing and what they've got on the cards, will they most thoroughly will, will, will achieve that and beyond that. I'm extremely excited if anyone, again, is thinking of investing in the world, have a conversation with Finton at the very least. And I'm pretty sure of it. At the end of that conversation, you'll be thinking about parting with money. From me? From you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. All the best. Thank Bye. you.